Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Hello again, William. It is the second official edition of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. I'm Paul, and the other fine-looking gentleman on the screen is William. And we're going to talk today, William, about something that many, many people are thinking about right now. They know their portfolio has not done well so far this year. They are thinking of what? Well, everyone's thinking, or not everyone, but a lot of people in our conversations, they're asking us about market timing. So so right now, it, it sounds really good. Sounds really simple as well. Oh, it sounds simple as pie. Exactly. Just for example, in today's environment, just sell my portfolio to stop the bleeding. And then I can buy back in later when markets start to recover. Oh, and boy, are there many predictions. Now, by the way, most of our clients are really, really good. They understand the long-term nature. But sometimes people go and they go, oh, this this expert is, is predicting a crash in next month, or the other expert is predicting a crash. But what have we learned about experts and gurus about about, uh, predictions, William? Well, they're usually wrong, and predictions are usually wrong. And that's because the stock market on a short-term basis, it's next to impossible to predict. In the short term, it's driven by like a combination of geopolitical events, short-term corporate profits, and just human emotions and all those things are just so hard to predict. So the stock market can do things and react in ways that are completely unexpected. And Mark Twain had a great quote I read. It said, he said, um, predictions are really hard to do, especially about the future. And I thought that's a good, a very appropriate. By the way, most people have read where some expert has made a correct prediction about where the markets are going to go. But what that same expert or what we don't know about that expert are the 19 other predictions the same person meant or said that turned out not to be right. One of the, uh, I was reading, there's a a book out. I'm not going to mention the book or the author who continually, I remember seeing a graph over the last, 10 years, made seven or eight predictions of crashes, literally sell everything, disaster is going to happen. None of them worked out. Very famous author, by the way. So what do we do here? What, is the, what, what, do, what do we do here? What do you suggest for, for our clients and our friends listening? Well, I think first, again, just get back to the point that you can't predict what's going to happen in the stock market next week, next month, even next year. Um, it's just, it's impossible to do. You might, you might get lucky once in a while, but relying on luck, that's not a sustainable long-term strategy. Like Paul, our, our famous example, or our most favorite example yes, is, yes. 
March of 2020, right in the heart of the pandemic. And yeah, we, did, we sent out a blog on that. Yeah, it's an extreme example. But like, go back to the start of January of 2020. Think about, you know, every year analysts come out, oh, I think this is what the stock market's going to do this year. Did any of them know how COVID would affect the world when they were making those predictions? Not no, they, they didn't. So COVID evolved and evolved, and the stock market had a steep drop. And when did it bottom, Paul, for the year? I the believe it was March 23rd of 2020, where the market that day actually lost, I believe, oh, 8 9% in one single day. Something and like I don't think there is anyone on earth. Oh, by the way, the market had dropped. The U.S. market had dropped on March 23rd, 35% in 33 days. It was the steepest decline ever, ever in the U.S. stock market. I can't imagine that there was one person on earth who actually thought, this is the low point. Let's buy now because it's a low point. But what happened the very next day is that the market increased a very significant amount and it continued to increase with a couple of minor interruptions for almost two years. Yeah, I mean, the, for the rest of the year, from March 23rd on, the S&P 500 rose over 60%. Like you said, I don't know anyone who would have predicted that. I certainly didn't. We were all locked at home. It seemed like a recession was inevitable. It seemed like the worst was yet to come. Yet the exact opposite happened. Exact opposite happened. By the way, there's a company in the U.S. called Dalbar. This is very interesting. Dalbar does not manage money. They are purely a research firm. And all they do is research investor behavior. And they've been doing this for decades. And I'm going to go, I'm looking here, some information that they have here. And they're going to go back to October of 2008. Now, that was right at the height of the financial crisis. And what happened in that month, the S&P lost 16.8% in one month. However, the average investor lost 24.21%. That's over a 7% decrease. The only, there's only one way that investors, the average investor, could lose that much more than the market. And what is that? Well, they bought and sold at the wrong time. They bought and sold at the wrong time. And the interesting thing, Delbar, Delbar comes out with these studies every single year. And every single year, without exception, they give the same information. What they say is that the average investor either gains less than the market or loses more if there's a market downturn every single year for I don't know how many years they've been doing this. So again, we think as investors, here's a common thing. Well, what do we say? Investors say, okay, I lost last time. But I've learned my lesson this time. I won't do it again. But what happens, Will? We all do it again. We all do the same because we're human beings, and human beings are not rational. We, we are not computers. We can't react like computers. It's not possible for us. So the other thing, Paul, I want to touch on this episode was, again, market timing sounds like such a great idea. sounds so simple. But let's, we've already been over how you can't predict the market, what it'll do in the short term. But let's assume you can. Let's assume you can predict the future perfectly. 
How big of a difference can that make in your portfolio by success? Well, you tell me, Will. You tell me. So I, I looked at some numbers. Thanks for asking, Paul. I looked at two hypothetical investments in the S&P 500 over a 20-year period. So from 1999 to the end of 2018. And I assumed each, so there's two investors. One I'll call the world's best market timer. The, the other I'll call the world's worst market timer. So what happened, each investor every year over that 20-year period invests $10,000, $10,000 every year. The best market timer invests that $10,000 on the very best day of each year. So the day of that calendar year that the market hits a low. The world's worst market timer does the opposite and picks the worst day of each year to invest their $10,000. So... At the end of 20 years, the world's best market timer would have just over $546,000. The world's worst market timer would have $415,000. So really, that's, that's not that big of a difference when you're comparing, again, the absolute best time to invest and the worst time. And as I think we've seen, you can't rely on being able to do that consistently anyway. So what, what's never, the point of It trying? will never, ever, ever happen because at the worst time of the market, that's when the headlines are the absolute doomest yeah. and gloomiest. And that's when you're going to say, hold on, I'm not doing nothing. What, what's the common thing we often hear? We say, I'm going to wait until things get better before exactly. I invest. Now, I'm going to tell you what that means. What that means is, to, they want to wait for things to get better, to calm out. That means that the bottom has happened. Markets have gone up a significant amount already that gives people the confidence to move forward. So they're going to go back and buy at a higher price almost every single time. Yeah. Again, just just recognize as long as your time horizon is long enough, almost any time is a good time to buy. Markets always Absolutely go up in the long true. term. Absolutely true. So I think that's probably not a bad I think that's time. it for today, Paul. Let's wrap it up. Great episode. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Thanks, everyone. Now, hold on. Just forget, if you have something oh, you'd yeah. like to talk to us about or you like a topic for us to talk about, just send us an email at info at westendwealth.com, info at westendwealth.com. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.